Welcome to Connecting the Community podcast. I am your host, Marge Andre. I will be connecting you to people, organizations, and events that create community. I am creating this podcast in Richmond Hill, an eclectic and very culturally diverse community with lots of trees and streams and interesting people just up the hill from Toronto. On this podcast, I am talking with Mike Perella, the owner of the Richmond Hill Vinbon. Vinbon is a craft winery. It's where you can purchase the products to make your own wine or have Mike make it for you. Welcome, Mike. Hi, Marsh. How are you? I am doing well. And Mike, I'm very glad that we found time to have this conversation. Can you tell us a little about your background and how you came to be with Vinbon? Of course, yeah. I'll try and keep it a short story. So um, growing up Italian, uh, wine was part of my life. I made wine with my father growing up from as, as early as, as I can remember. Um, so it's always been part of my life and I, I knew I knew how to do it. Um, but I took a different path uh, I actually owned a, a second cup cafe for about uh, 12 years at Young and Eglinton. Uh, having survived the LRT construction barely, uh, unfortunately, uh, with COVID, it uh, I was forced to kind of close the doors on that chapter of my life. Uh, so I took some time off with my son. He was doing his online learning. At that point, he was seven years old. <clears throat> so I just wanted to be at home with him for, for a little while, trying to figure out what's next, what's next for me. Um, and being an entrepreneur that I am, I've started looking into what business is next for me. I couldn't necessarily just get a, I guess, uh, a regular job, they say. <laughs> so I started looking into what opportunities were available. And uh, one day it just kind of, you know, wine just kind of popped up. And um, I thought, okay, well, I can do that. I know how to make wine. I've done it before for years and years. Um, so I started researching more into that business. And there's a bunch of companies that that are craft wineries. And um, when I started looking more into that, uh, you know, I realized Vinbon was the only one that used uh, 100% fresh juice when they make wine. So they get the grape, they make juice, and we make wine. Whereas a lot of other places use what's called wine kits, and it's kind of a concentrate, and they add water and chemical, and you make your wine. When I started researching that, Vinbon was really the only clear choice. So I started really getting in, involved with them. And uh, the company is a great company. Uh, kind of a third generation company where, you know, the, the founder uh, and the whole family is involved, really great people and just connected with them. And um, it's something I, I could get behind when I knew that, you know, people behind it were, were great and, and the wine itself was was top notch and 100% juice. Um, we started getting into more detail of location and Richmond Hill was available. Uh, it was a store that was already existing. And the owner wanted to move on and do something else. So it was an opportunity that I just decided to go for. Uh, it was a great community. I, I love the, the neighborhood and the people there. And, uh, you know, it's something that for me to, to have my own business, I have to really feel passionate about it. I can't just do something for the sake of, okay, I'm just going to try it. I have to be passionate because in, in my world, every bottle, you know, I make and sell, I treat it as if it's going to, you know, my friends and family with my name on it. So knowing all that's involved, uh, jumped in two feet, and here we are. Very good. Yeah, you, you've uh, you just celebrated your first anniversary not too, too long ago. Yeah. 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 Just, yeah. So, uh, so I know you have people come in to order 
batches of wine and you have customers who buy pails of juice concentrate to take home to make the wine, but you don't go over there to buy a single bottle of wine. So what really goes on at your store, your location? Yeah, so we'll, t- we'll touch upon the, the the single bottle sales. So the LCBO, uh, the big C in that is the control part. They they control the sale of individual bottles and the monopoly in Ontario. Whether you go to a winery or a wine rack or wherever, it's all controlled under under that umbrella. And, and it's all you know the same price whether you go to LCBO or a winery because the price is all controlled and the single bottle sales go through that. So they kind of in a way because I make the wine and I can sell it for about half the price of the LCBO. They kind of forced me to sell it in a batch of wine, which is a full batch is about 25 bottles of wine. I can do a half batch um, for 12 bottles of, of wine. Um, and I also sell the juice uh, for people to take home if they want to try making their own wine. So I sell juice and ju- and, and wine making accessories as well. Um, so what goes on is really uh, I make over 100 types of wine, uh, all from fresh juice, like I said. I do all the fermenting, the filtering, and the stabilizing of the wine all on premise. Um, then I bottle, cork, shrink cap and custom label each and every bottle one at a time hand just you know hand uh, made um and customers are also invited to be a part of the bottling so if you want to be you know there with me bottling the wine corking it labeling it putting the shrink caps on you're welcome to join in the kind of bottling party i call it mm-hmm. and uh experience that okay so there's an opportunity to do something but you don't have to and you you certainly are not uh you can be a weak person and not have to carry carboys and pails and no. wash bottles okay okay <laughs> you don't so for sure and, well, and that's important because because some of the wine kit places they you have to be involved in the process because there's a there's a, a kind of a stirring of, of the wine and adding the yeast to it and and that's only for wine kits whereas because it's fresh juice again i'll keep saying it but, mm-hmm. but that's something that i'm trained in to do so you don't have to be involved in that you can order over the phone say i want to order a chianti or a chardonnay and i can start making the wine and you can, i call you when it's ready you're not involved in any of the manual part of that of that job, uh, but saying that making wine, uh, you know, is is a very you know manual manual labor job. It can be messy. There's a lot of heavy lifting involved for sure. But you know, I kind of joke that I, I don't need to go to the gym anymore because I just lift pails of wine all day long. But in the end, that's my job. It's not for the customer. There's no mess or lifting involved. Um, and I use my 30 bottle washer to do the job of washing all the bottles. So you know, customers can come in, bring their old bottles, wash them. And reuse them for the next batch of wine. Okay, so that's yeah, that's very sustainable to be doing that. And uh, yeah, so really, so really, you don't have to worry about you know screwing up making your wine. It's that's not what's going to be happening. No, you don't have to worry about that. Uh, and you know, wine is something that you know things can go wrong in fermenting and and, and processing of wine. It's a product of nature, as we say. Uh, but at the end of the day, that's that's on me. If if you're not happy. With the quality of your wine when you come and taste it and try it uh i replace it at no charge so that's okay. it's not at all an issue as far as and those things do happen but it's very rare i can say you know being being uh in the business for over a year now uh so far a lot of happy customers so so far okay. so good very good so no risk okay no risk yeah i, I like to hear that yes okay so you you have been speaking about the quality of wine uh so I've read on your website that there are a lot less, a lot fewer additives than in regular wine. Can you explain that? Um, yeah, definitely for sure. Uh, quality for sure. It's it's that's what I said. One of the reasons why I I jumped into this is uh, because of the quality, because of 
what Vinbon stands for and what we do because of the fresh juice we use comes from the grape. The quality is very high. Um, and because I control the fermentation uh, and the wine is, is, is sold to you, I don't need to over-sulfite it. Uh, so I use one-tenth of the sulfite that are found in traditional wines you find at the LCBO, um, which are known to cause you know headaches and rashes, uh, gut issues. The sulfite's a chemical. It's not natural. You know, wine should be a, a natural product. Uh, but I do use a little bit of it, and you should use some sulfite just to control the fermentation. And, you know, uh, it just kind of stabilizes the wine. Um, but like I said, because the LCBO wines, they're not necessarily sold. You have to kind of over-sulfite them because they have to last. They have to st stay on the shelf for who knows how long. Uh, sometimes they put them in the window and the sun beats down on it in August and it still doesn't go bad. Whereas, like I said, I know that the wine is sold to you. I can put less sulfites in it. You're going to enjoy it as soon as you want. Um, and you don't have to kind of over, over chemical your body. Okay. So when you bring the wine home from your, from your store. You drink it right away. Okay. Uh, actually, the good thing is like the wine is ready to go right away. hundred percent. Okay. But you know, if you get a, a full batch of wine, you will notice that um, the wine's actually uh, kind of still it's aging in the bottle as it goes. So your first bottle and 25th bottle, you get a little more depth and, and body and texture the further down the line you go as far as your batch of wine goes. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Your wine is certified vegan. Vegan. Yeah. That puzzled me. <laughs> I didn't think wine would be anything but vegan. How can a wine not be vegan? Yes. Well, it definitely it's confusing for sure because you think of grapes as being it's, it's a it's natural and it's a fruit, but in the um in the processing of wine, uh, to certify vegan, which means we use no animal byproducts in that processing and filtering of the wine. Um, whereas most commercial wines and wineries, what they do is they, in the processing of wine, they use sometimes gelatin, sometimes egg whites, sometimes uh, the swim bladder of a fish, honestly, to, to process the wine, which seems odd, but that's what they do. Um, so that makes it not vegan when you're processing the wine. So it's all in the processing, which is why I enjoy controlling that process, which means I don't have to use any animal byproducts. And I also don't have to like over-sulfite it. And I can also control things like the sweetness. So if you say, I want a wine that's a little drier, a little more, a little sweeter, I can make that happen for you. Because hmm. I can stop fermentation. I can process the wine to your to your liking. Okay. Yeah. That is interesting. But you, thank you for answering that Solving no that puzzle for me. I'm like, ah. 100%, for sure. Fish bladders. Okay. Yes. I never would have thought of that. I would have thought. Okay. I didn't know either until I got into it. And then I started learning all this stuff. Okay. At your location, you can have events. I know that Border Trade has had events. You, know, you could bring your book club there. Um, how, how does that work? Yeah. Well, um, I've hosted many events in the store for sure. And anyone can... Um, can have events in the store. Um, it's like I've hosted the Richmond Hill Board of Trade. I just recently hosted the Aurora Chamber of Commerce. People have, have done like a kind of a team building events in my store. Uh, so they wanted to do a little wine tasting and wine bottling parties. I've done birthdays. Um, I'm actually hosting, I've hosted an, an art show. I'm, I'm doing another one on the 4th of November. I'm trying to get my dates <laughs> right here. So I just, I just partnered with local artists in the area. And I like to just promote local business and local community events. And so you can really do anything in my store uh, as far as an, an event that you have. Um, 
set for work, for a party, for birthdays. Because um, I can do either just a wine tasting, do like a little wine and cheese. Or you're actually going to have a kind of a bottling party where you're getting involved in the bottling and corking and labeling and take home the wine after you're done. Okay. So, you know, if you want like... any more information, you, anybody can give me a call to find out about your next event or, or work party and we can talk about that for sure. Okay. So for birthday, it's uh, rather than a uh, loot bag, you bring home a bottle of wine. Okay. That's exactly like that. it. This is, this is called the, actually the, the birthday party that, that I'm, I've hosted one, the one, I've one coming up uh, in a couple of weeks. She actually said she, she's calling this her adult birthday party. Yes. Instead of going to like a play zone, you go to the, the winery and <laughs> get some wine. That's your yeah, loot bag. Okay. I like that. Okay. Uh, so what are your goal? You've been in business for a year. What sort of goals do you have? Like, where do you think you'll be five years from now? Well, I hope still doing this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know yeah. with business for sure. Yeah. Um, my goal is just to grow, to uh, meet more people, connect, connect more communities, more businesses. Uh, people have, people joke, they call me a, a connector because I just like to connect people together in, in my store. And it's like, I'm hosting a board of trade or hosting whatever I'm hosting. It's just, you know, I offer my space up kind of just as a space to, to connect and to, and to share and to grow other businesses together. Like I've, I've met so many great people that it's been amazing just opening your doors up and opening your, you know, your life up to the universe and people start connecting with that. So I kind of hope that I'm still doing it and growing and I'll see myself getting another location. I think one, I'm kind of happy with that. Uh, just wanted to grow what I'm doing now. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's been a challenge for sure. The past year, I took over a store that was, you know, it had, wasn't doing great under the previous owner. The quality had suffered a bit um, from what I'm hearing and uh, the service wasn't great. So I'm trying to build that back, um, maybe get the people that had left previous to me coming over and just meeting more people and getting, you know, growing that business. That's my goal for sure. Right. Very good. And you're open Tuesday to Saturday, right? From Tuesday 10? to Saturday. Yeah. 10 to 10 6. To I take uh, Sunday and Monday off. I am looking yep. actually to get help right now. So I, I kind of want to open Sunday because people are still out and they're looking for things to do and uh, but I still, you know, want to be a dad and be with my son. So I'm looking for help on Sunday. So that's kind of yeah. my next goal is to hire and yeah. and grow that way. Okay. Very, very Right now good. I do, I do everything by myself right now. Unfortunately, it's uh, yeah. kind of a one man show. I kind of joke that I'm, you know, I'm the owner, I'm the winemaker, I'm the marketer, I'm the, you know, the designer making the labels, but I also got to mop the floor and do all the, you know, washing and yeah. I'm also the janitor. I'm also, I'm doing everything. So it's yeah, uh, right. a lot for sure. Yeah. Lots to do that. The idea of connecting the community, I think you're competition for me, but I don't mind at all. No, so never, <laughs> never, for sure. We're, yeah. we're, we're working together on that. Yeah. The idea of connecting the community, I think, is so important. So I'd love to hear you say that's something Definitely. that you really want to do as well. You. Yeah. So, Mike, is there anything else that you want to add? Talking about the wines and the varieties, some of the most popular wines. Yes, thank you. Please, yes. What is your favorite wine? Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, because we make over 100 types of wine, we make red, whites, rosés, ice wines, and sangria. Uh, the most popular ones are like, you know, Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, and the rosé. Because that's just kind of traditional. People know about them. They're kind of crowd favorites, I like to call them. Um, Chardonnay is also very popular. And um, and my Chianti, which actually I, I won a silver medal for with the uh, AWO, which is the Amateur Winemakers Association of Ontario. I was very proud of that medal. I, I won a, a medal for my uh, Chianti and my Gothic um, Gothic dark wine, which is kind of a take on the Apothic dark, nice, rich, 
full-bodied red. Um, yeah, so, you know, really happy and, and proud of that. You you can come in and sample wines, correct? You can, definitely, for sure. So anyone can come in to my store to try samples. Uh, I always say, please call for an appointment if you can, because sometimes I'm busy bottling with a customer or, or doing something else. Um, but definitely, you can come in and sample wine if you have a, you know, an event coming up or if you have a, you know, a wedding party, something, and you want to come in and try a bunch of wines, see which wines are like the best. Um, you know, my faves are are my Amarone and Brunello, for sure, as well as my Chianti, which we talked about. Um, there's a nice barbecue blend that we make for for summer grilling. That is that is really kind of my favorite when I when I get into wines for the summer because I I'm always a big fan of uh, um, you know full bodied reds. I guess just a lot of flavor, a lot of a lot of depth. You know, sometimes they get a little bit oaky, a little bit you know, which is always like a kind of a different taste for me right so, mm-hmm. which i love to share with people that are coming into the store to get to try my wine so definitely call me anytime if you want to come in and try some before you decide to make a batch or purchase anything i i definitely recommend that okay very good thank yeah. you and your location there is on young street just so a couple blocks south of elgin mills and uh, yeah, lots of parking no issues with uh that yeah and you once you have carried a pail of concentrate out to my car so I, you, it's a you don't have to worry about I do. That. That's yeah. part of the whole not going to the gym. I just carry pails of wine everywhere and yes. have no problem doing all that stuff. But yeah, we're just south of Elgin Mills off of Oxford is a shoppers and value village plaza there. Kind of off to the side, a little bit hidden. So I'm trying to, yeah, you know, get get yeah. the word out here that we're we're there. You're there. Very good. Okay. Sure. Well, I hope to see you soon. I may uh, be hoping to pop up for the uh, border trade events. So yes, I hope so. Definitely. Yeah. I hope to yeah. see you there. For- Anything else that you wanted to add, Mike? Yeah. Uh, just, you know, anybody listening today for sure. Uh, just, to, you know, to know that I'm very passionate about, about what I do, pride myself on my quality and my service. Um, everyone that comes into my store, I treat as if they are coming into my home. Um I like to say, you know, my wine is great for people who enjoy wine at less than half the price and one-tenth the sulfate of the LCBO. Um, and because I do custom labels on your bottles, it's also great for any event, you know, wedding, birthday, anniversary, holidays, and for businesses who do client gifting, especially with the holidays coming up. Um, I always joke, I go, you know, why give a client a generic LCBO bottle and market, let's say, Kim Crawford, when you can give them a personalized bottle and market yourself. The only thing I say is if, if you enjoy paying more tax, I probably can't help you. So I just wanted to throw that in there. But everything else I can help you with, less sulfite, less price, custom labels. If you like tax, just go to the LCBO. I can't okay. I can't help you there. That's all. Okay. Yes. I, <laughs> thank you for that, Mike. Yeah. No and I have been the recipient of one of your uh, bottles made from a friend and it was it was good wine, but it was a nice good. touch just to have her personal label on it. And uh, I like that. So that was Excellent. really very good. I like okay. hearing that. Yeah. So I do like to end the podcast asking the same question of everyone. Name one thing you really like about this community. Uh, well, so many things, honestly, uh, but really it's just the people. I just find they're so friendly, so open. Uh, and I'm finding a, a lot of people that you know are just you know want to help want to want to do well for the community uh you know like yourself i just you know uh, i can't tell you how many great connections that connections i've made in the past year and a bit just with businesses and you know clients and customers and even just people that want to partner with me and and kind of just 
helping out the community and, you know, including yourself, Mark. So you've done a great job so far. So I've had a pleasure meeting you and you're one of the great connections I, I've made. And I feel, you know, looking forward to more of that for sure. Yeah. Okay, very good. Thank you. So that's, uh, I think, uh, something we all need to do, this idea of connecting in this tumultuous world. Uh, having wine and having connections is what we need. So again, thank you, Mike, for taking the time to do this podcast. Thank you for listening. I would very much appreciate you sharing this podcast. Please tune in next week as we continue to explore the community. Consider emailing me at marge, M-A-R-J, at margeandre.com. I welcome suggestions for podcast guests. Stay well, stay connected. <laughs>